and welcome to Rewire with Duchess Dale. Whether you're a baby boomer or a baby zoomer, a millennial or an elder ally, enjoying retirement or planning ahead, this podcast provides tips and information that turn into inspiration for living your best life. And now, here's our host, Duchess. Hi, this is Rewire, episode number 19. I'm entitling it Aging and Saging, and I am your resident baby boomer host, Duchess Dale. I want to thank you for your patience in the tardiness of uploading this week's episode. If you've been listening, you know that this week was the 45th annual Conference on Aging, where we had over 600 attendees come to the New Mexico Hispanic Cultural Center here in Albuquerque. Now, this was presented by the staff and the team at the Aging and Long-Term Services Department, and we were spotlighting and focusing National Diabetes Awareness Month, um, National Alzheimer's Disease Awareness, National Family Caregivers Month, and Home and Hospice Care. And the staff at ALTSD, the vendors, and the guest speakers and presenters gave us so many opportunities to share the latest and greatest information and turn it into inspiration for improving the lives of older adults, the caregivers, and their loved ones, which is, interestingly enough, what this whole podcast is all about. Now, later in the show, you will get to hear from two of the women who were integral in making this event happen. But first, I want to share my personal takeaway. My participation in this conference provided me a new perspective as well. Now, I may have been in my own version of denial about getting older, and somehow being at this conference gave me the permission to be who I am, what the society calls a senior. And what is the old adage that we all know? You teach what you need to learn? Well, I learned this week what a privilege it is to be older. And I am happy to keep growing older with all of the differences that that may encompass. I recently read about social connection, that there is a power in gathering together. It inspires us. It gives us a little more hope and joy. We become more thoughtful and, in a word, more alive. So sitting at a table becomes a meeting place, a gathering around the source of sustenance and nourishment. It creates a festive atmosphere and yet also safety. Well, I couldn't agree more. The podcast table for the conference was located in the social lounge where people came to get their coffee and tea or to break bread together at lunch. And that is what is inspiring today's daily word. Confabulate. Doesn't that sound kind of highfalutin? Confabulate simply means to converse informally or chat. And there was a whole lot of confabulation going on in the social lounge during this conference and off-site and at the end of the workshops where people were so inspired to hear new information and so grateful to have the personal connection and to know the relevance safety, and comfort of getting older. So on this pre-Thanksgiving week, I am giving myself a permission slip to celebrate my own authentic, quirky, passionate, sometimes complicated life with joy and with gratitude. So I'm going to ask, what is written on your permission slip?
As my listeners know, Monday and Tuesday of this week, the Aging and Long-Term Services Department offered the 45th Annual Conference on Aging here in Albuquerque. It was an amazing two days of events, of, of connections, of socialization, and rewiring. <laughs> so today, I'm really happy to have two special guests who are not only at the conference, but are very significant in creating and putting the event on its feet. Well, I'm going to introduce Jennifer Jones, the special project coordinator, and Joey Long, the public information officer for Aging and Long-Term Services. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's really a pleasure to be with you both. Thanks, Duchess. Good to be back. You can alternate who answers what. Share with with the listeners, what is the importance of doing a conference like this? There are many, many ways to answer that question appropriately because there are many, many parts of the community that aging and long-term services interacts with and touches. I would say certainly top of mind is the idea of just bringing the community together, bringing the community together in one place for a chance for folks who maybe don't have an opportunity to interact, right. to make new connections, to renew old connections, and to really have an opportunity to focus on life and and what we're all here to do together. Especially post-pandemic. It was so wonderful that we were able to do this in person versus just virtually. Mm-hmm. Very good point. Very good point. The 45th Annual Conference on Aging first year back in a couple of years, many, many people that I spoke to, and I know Joey spoke to quite a few providers and seniors and caregivers throughout the two days, really commented on that and how great it was it was to be out. We were very fortunate to have people uh, really wanting to be in person. There was certainly, you touched on Duchess, the, an energy, which was very palatable throughout both two days. Folks who joined us on the second day said, you know, it was so great. I'm feeling a little tired today, but I couldn't miss it. The opening session energy really set a tone for the day. As people walked through the exhibitor hall, met with many providers and state partner agencies of aging and long-term to get information, and then went through to workshops led by subject matter experts. They're coming together in person to do all those things. We also had seven watch party locations. Tell Um, me more about that. Right. We were able to live stream our opening and closing sessions. And then one of our uh, theaters, we had uh, three workshops throughout the day, each day, six workshops in total that went out to seven locations across the state. Another opportunity for a community to come together uh, locally from Las Cruces to Farmington, Gallup, some other locations throughout the state. Now that you mentioned that, is there something that people who are unable to attend either in person here in Albuquerque or Mm -hmm. at one of those watch parties, is there a way someone could avail themselves of some of the information or ideas or even some of the presentations? Absolutely. In the coming days, if folks visit agingnm.org, that's our conference website where folks may be familiar with having registered or visiting, viewing a, the program of events, we intend to, to continue to post some information. Great. 
Joey, as the public information officer, give us a little insight to the background of what you had to do to get ready for the conference, as well as I watched how busy you were at your table in the social lounge. What did that involve? We, we had a lot of prep uh, beforehand. There was reaching out to media stations and making sure we were getting the information out on our social media, setting up press releases, just making sure People had the information they needed to come to the conference. And then once they were there, I sat myself in the social lounge. Some of your listeners may have had a convo with me and and my dog, Callie, while we were there. Because I think it's important. We serve New Mexico, right? And we serve New Mexicans. I think it's important for us to be able to be there and be present with the constituency that we are fortunate enough to serve. I got some great conversations with some of our older adults and some providers, and I had a great time. If I remember correctly, I was asking you at the table on Tuesday, we had over 600 people on Monday. Is that about right? We did. We did. So we had about uh, 630 attendees on campus on Monday. We were joined by over 40 exhibitors for both days. And then we were very, very fortunate to have over 25 subject matter experts leading workshops for us. That was so wonderful. And we had our governor mm-hmm. come on the first day. And as you say, some amazing experts. And I have to mention swag. You were talking about the providers and the vendors who had the tables. And it was quite wonderful because it's so much fun to not only meet people, find out information that one needs, but then you go away with a little something, a new pen or some little tchotchke <laughs> that you come back, which is really good because then on it usually has the provider's name and phone number. So you remember to contact them to get more information that you need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would mention also that we were, in addition to the governor and lieutenant governor, we were fortunate to have uh, Barbara Hubbard join us on Monday, the individual, an older adult from Las Cruces. And Valerie Sosi joined us as a keynote speaker on the second day, who is the founder and director of a caregiving nonprofit in Navajo Nation. So really lots of wonderful lived experience conversation and also experience a perspective, a viewpoint of a caregiving organization. Yes. And because the conference provided lunch with the registration, during lunch, we had a lovely young woman playing the guitar. And then we had a mariachi band on the plaza between the buildings. And we also had a tribal dance to the four elements. It was wonderful for me to see how New Mexico was represented the key thing being, again, connection and socialization. What were your highlights? I'll ask Joey first. What were the highlights you had? This is my third conference that I've been part of with the agency since I've been here. And so this is the first time it's been in person. So for me, I think one of the highlights was that we got to see everybody in person and we got to interact with people and just that one-on-one sort of engagement that like reminds us why we do the work we do and reminds us that there are people on both sides of this sort of interaction, right? We're not just some big state government. We're people who are comprised this agency to serve our fellow New Mexicans. And so that was that was a highlight for me. It's always good to get to see our partners. You know, shout out to the Alzheimer's Association and AARP. Love getting to work with them. And so they were there. That was awesome. Just a couple of things before I go to, to Jennifer. Yes, the Alzheimer's 
they presented a workshop and it is National Alzheimer's Awareness Month. It was wonderful to have them there. And AARP was there. And as you say, kind of a, a colleague, because we're all working together with the same idea of supporting older adults in New Mexico. There were workshops on gardening, on birding, on cooking, which my husband wished I had gone into. I did not. And <laughs> write your own life story. So many things to offer the older adults. And it was just an amazing, amazing conference. Jennifer, I'll turn to you, your highlights. A highlight for me, without question, was the community panel that we did closing out day one, Aging in New Mexico. We were very, very fortunate to be joined by four individuals, Aging in New Mexico, that really represented uh, very diverse groups of individuals aging to come together to have a conversation. Some of the things I heard them say were how important it is to be connected, that New Mexico takes care of their own. That was something that really seemed to be something that was very important. It was really, I think it was important for our conference going community to to be able to hear that panel engaging. And then also to just put that question forward. What is it like to age in New Mexico? I think that question really drove and will continue to drive where we go with the conference in the future. Certainly was a foundation of when we went to put together programming to strike a balance between providing information by subject matter experts from Medicare 101 to important legal information, home and safety for individuals aging in place to some of the programming that you mentioned a second ago, Duchess, the engagement. So the birding ways for individuals to engage in our communities. We always want to really work hard to strike that balance and really work with our senior centers throughout the state to also strike that balance. We want to have a, a good balance of resources and engagement. Those are my two highlights, um, really that community panel and then striking the balance in really what we're talking about and offering. As you were saying that, I, my mind went back to the conference and the fact that we had our state nutritionist, Ophelia, was there teaching. And mm-hmm. we had Natalie Myers, who's been on the podcast talking about the free legal advice. And I want to just remind the New Mexicans listening how much we provide seniors and how much is available on the website with information about transportation, legal, nutrition. Right now it's open enrollment for Medicare. And and Chris Winterout, our guest last week, also gave a workshop. There is so much available to anyone Mm -hmm. who needs it, who are either getting older, caregiving for someone older, or a senior right now to go onto our website and our Facebook page where I've got some posts and I've got a little video of the tribal dance and some other links that I'm going to put on after this episode so that people can find our website and avail themselves of the amazing services. And I will say, I just watched all of you literally bust your butts to make this work and work really beautifully and supportive mm-hmm. of each other and just doing what needed to be done to make this a success and to offer it to the older adults here. I'm just going to ask one more closing question from from the highlights and what you took away. Do we have any sneak peeks for 2024? 
a sneak peek would definitely be what you just said, Duchess. And thank you very much. Because I think our agency's intention, I think taking the conference as a microcosm of what we do on a much uh, larger scale, really every day, what you really saw was our department's commitment to doing what we need to do and responding in the moment. And so really thought a lot about that through the conference operations, that that's really what we do. A senior or senior group comes to us and they say, we need this information. If it's not what we're doing in the moment, we change what we're doing to accomplish what we hear is a need. Sometimes it's sooner, sometimes it's faster. And so certainly moving a box at a conference can be faster than making an informational change. Again, as a microcosm, I think that's really how you saw our agency working together. Certainly a preview is continuing that work throughout the year. A second preview would be an extension of of what everyone saw this year. We want to continue to grow our attendance, maintain a commitment to watch parties so that folks who are wanting to join us but can't make the trip uh, to where the conference is uh, will con- you know be able to participate. Great. I'm looking forward to it. How about you, Joey? Same. I'm looking forward to it. It's just going to be bigger and better next year is what I'm assuming. What JJ said, I'm sure it's going to be incredible. Our new secretary, Secretary Schreier, is amazing and really excited about being here and brings all of her experience in tourism. And then we've got uh, Melissa Sanchez in our Office of Indian Elder Affairs, who brings her experience in events and production. We've got a great team to really make these events stand out and shine. And of course, JJ's incredible project management that made the actual conference happen um, in record time. So I think next year is just going to be bigger and better. People can connect with what happened and what's happening. I keep that in the active sense and all that by going to www.agingnm.org or connect with the Rewired Facebook page or contact me. I'm so excited because not only do we have this, but some of the people that I met are attendees that have been willing to come onto the podcast in upcoming episodes to talk about how they rewire their lives as seniors. Again, Mm -hmm. I know you both need a nap and I know you both have a lot of work still to do. Thank you for taking the time today to share with the listeners about this incredible event. Thank you for the work that you do. Thank you, Duchess. And if I could just mention, I think separate from the Conference on Aging, we just want to make sure folks are able to and aware of our agency website, also our 1-800 number specifically through Medicare enrollment. Quite a few of the conversations that I had organically through the conference were actually about Medicare enrollment whether it be that they were in the middle of it or gosh, I didn't think about, it's always something you you know about until you get to that point where you have to, to do it. That's one of the things that our agency is, that's part of our mission. We want to make sure we're providing non-commercial information to folks and we're available all year round for that. In fact, I know that because I did what is called secret shopper. And mm-hmm. last week, I went up to Santa Fe, where the offices are, and I went in and just said, hi, I want to learn about the open enrollment. And Joe helped me look at the plan and what's available, what are my options. I am confirming what you said. There's no sales pitch. There's no gimmicks. It's about helping 
people know what is the best plan for them, you know, to cover their prescriptions, to match their zip code, and to give them the best economic options. We still have open enrollment till December 7th. You can contact this office at 1-800-432-2080. I have the number memorized now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And ahead of time, happy Thanksgiving and stay well. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Coretta Scott King once wrote, quote, The greatness of a community is most accurately measured by the compassionate actions of its members, end quote. So this week ahead, we each have an opportunity to think about our communities, neighborhoods, our families, and even the community of ourself. We each have so many aspects to ourselves that it could be described as our own personal community. Next week, being the Thanksgiving holiday for most of us, it is also the month when sales and rumors of sales flood our mail and TV viewing. We now even have a Black Friday pre-sale of the real Black Friday sale, which both, in my humble opinion, kind of blocks out the beauty of the season and the holiday. So, maybe, as an alternative to the shopping urge, you could take the time to share the link to this show with someone in your community to offer them information and inspiration. The podcast streams for free on all major podcast platforms. And, you know, if they're older, remind them it's kind of like radio used to be. And if they're younger, they could join the community on Facebook and Instagram as well. I'd like to close with something I read this week that reminds me of the conference and also where I'm at as I contemplate my own aging. Quote, I asked an elderly woman once what it was like to be old and to know that the majority of her life was now behind her. She told me that she has been the same age her entire life. She said that the voice inside her head had never aged. She has always just been the same girl, her mother's daughter. She had always wondered when she would grow up and be an old woman. She said she watched her body age and her faculties dull, but the person she is inside never got tired. She never aged. She never changed. Remember, our spirits are eternal. Our souls are forever. The next time you encounter an elderly person, look at them and know they are still a child, just as you are still a child, and children will always need love, attention, and purpose, end quote. And that was by the famous author, unknown, or anonymous. So this week, you have my permission to connect with your communities outside or the ones within you. And remember to refresh, reconnect, and rewire. Our show is sponsored by the Aging and Long-Term Services Department of New Mexico. You can contact that department by calling 1-800-432-2080 or online at www.aging.nm.gov. Our original music is written by New Mexico's own Lydia Clark. Join us next week on your favorite streaming platform. Till then, remember to reconnect, recommit, and rewire.